Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. We are beginning a brand new series today on heart, the heart-centered life and leader. And if you've never really studied the heart, I think you're going to be fascinated by this study. In fact, this is something that's not talked about a lot. It's not covered a lot. But there's a tremendous amount of power in the heart. And if you have been with me for any length of time or listened to any of my other trainings or episodes I've talked a little bit about the heart in regards to the fact that you do have uh, 40,000 rather specialized neurons in your heart that are called the cardiac intrinsic ganglia. And these neurons are constantly communicating with the brain and they also have the ability to release neurotransmitters, which we did a whole study on neurotransmitters back in the science of happiness, which is another uh, series that I had done previously. Uh, but we're going to be covering a lot of information on the heart, including the mystery of the heart, what is a heart-centered life, which is what we're going to start about, out with today. Uh, the science of the heart. You know, We're going to talk about cognitive consonance and dissonance and how the heart is really the source of that. What does it really mean to you? What does it mean to your life? What does it mean to your leadership? Uh, we're going to talk about what heart-centered leadership is and how powerful it can be in not only transforming you as a leader and making you more influential, but also in terms of you know how it can affect your personal life. Uh, we're going to talk about heart-centered visioneering and heart-centered praying and what a powerful impact that can be. Uh, we're going to talk about the magnetic energy of the heart uh, because, frankly, the magnetic energy is more powerful than that of the brain. And so we're going to talk about a lot of information on the heart, but really the, the basic theme behind this is to help you understand what heart-centered life and leadership is and how it can transform your life, it can transform your influence, it can transform your leadership in ways that you really could have never dreamed. So the popular phrase heart-centered just contains two distinct meanings. It can mean electing love and compassion as the guiding principles of your life, or it can mean living in alignment with your true self, uh, being intuitive to yourself, your own values, your calling, understanding your experiential wisdom. Uh, being familiar with your own level of intelligence, your intuition, your instinct, and, and, you know, just listening to the messages of the heart. Both forces can comfortably abide within the same person, but that doesn't mean that they always do. Being true to yourself doesn't automatically encompass living from love and compassion. It can simply be a narrow focus on the self and an attempt to secure your own good life. At the same time, as we begin to uncover our true self, often a sense of love and compassion naturally arises for others. Now that's a cool thing when that happens. When we see how we're bound up in all sorts of false ideas about ourselves and we're able to be set free from those, uh, we can you know, consistently see freedom in many areas of our lives. On the other hand, when we do not fight those areas that we're bound up and we do not overcome them, we can consistently cause hurt to us and to those around us. We'll naturally want freedom from this insanity. 
as long as we understand that it is going to require our efforts to come out of it. So for the best possible life, I encourage you to approach heart-centered living in both ways. To learn practices for living from love and compassion, you know, think about listening to your heart as being the most natural and even logical thing in the world. But sadly, we don't really practice that here in the West. We don't really talk about it. We don't really understand it. And so because we don't understand it, we don't really think about it. And we don't, pro we don't understand the power that is in it. Well, there's five elements to a heart-centered life. And I, and I want you to kind of think about these in terms of questions that you want to ask yourself. So first of all, number one, how much do you trust yourself? Living a heart-centered life means listening to yourself at least as much as, you know, and probably much more than others. In fact, you believe more what you say to yourself than what others do. So if you're constantly condemning yourself and, you know, speaking badly to yourself, you have a tendency to believe that. On the other hand, if you are, uh, cons you are consistently speaking more of yourself, believing in yourself and prompting yourself to choose well, then you will believe that. But if you seek advice from others, you know, uh, parental figures, teachers, health advisors, family members, etc., um, you will less be less likely to listen to your inner voice or to trust in your own instincts. Number two, do you know your own values? Do you know what your core values are? I have a whole worksheet on how to develop your core values. If you'd like that, please uh, write me in Facebook Messenger or LinkedIn. You can get a hold of me either way. Um, but, but it's important to understand what your core values are and, and so that you can attune to them and, you know, and, and understand what's so important to you and be able to prioritize properly. So much of life is about coming to know who we really, really are deep inside of ourselves and, and then being able to develop our lives and our careers and our relationship around that. And so many people don't even, even understand that that is a powerful way to be set free and a powerful way to live. Uh, number three, are you willing to spend time in quiet, listening and deeply and, and, you know, and praying and, and, you know, being sensitive to the voices that are going to lead you in the right directions and, and give you the, the, the most powerful ideas and concepts. Statistics say that we get one to two multi-million dollar ideas a year, but, but most of us don't even listen to our hearts enough to hear them, no less act upon them. So are, number four, are you willing to ask the big questions, the hard questions in your life? You know, you can, you can build up a confidence in your inner wisdom by getting answers to everyday questions like, you know, do I really want to go to a restaurant or a movie or meet this person? But are you really willing to ask the big questions, the hard ones, to find out where you want to go? And finally, will you take action on what your heart tells you? Will you step out? Will you take risks? Will you do the things that you know will push you forward in a new direction or maybe make a huge impact on your family or your life? Will they set you free? Will they make you a new person? Will they take you to the destiny that you believe you were created for? Well, I hope these questions have helped you to begin to think about what a heart-centered life might look like or even what a heart-centered leadership might look like because we're going to dive a lot deeper from this day forward. Please join us in the podcast to come and share this with those who may also benefit. And I'd love to have reviews if you'd leave one for me, if you're enjoying the podcast so far. I would encourage you to go back and listen to some of my other series. And also to get the book, Your Journey to Greatness, Your Routine. 
is Michelle Stuffus with your journey to greatness routine, signing off for today and looking forward to speaking to you tomorrow. Have an amazing heart-centered day.